the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After dark, NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den, the number one podcast in the game to meet the most incredible stars of the future, the best creators in the game. And today, we aren't speaking with a future star. We're talking to a current star with over 15 million streams independently, no games, no gimmicks. This young queen, you have heard her smash single. If you have a TikTok, I know you've heard her smash single, Stay in My Lane. It's all over social media. And she is making waves in the music industry. The empress of slapful music. Please give a big down in the den welcome to Siat, aka Stuck in the Tree. Sis, how are you doing today? Wow, you you killed that. Uh, I'm doing amazing. Thank you. How are you doing? Hey, fantastic! Another day in paradise, as Phil Collins would say. Beautiful. I love that. <laughs> Hell yeah! So you're coming out of Sacktown, is that correct? That is correct. Shout out to Sacktown. All day, all day. You guys are doing better than my Lakers. So congratulations. I, I, don't, I don't even want to talk about that, but congratulations. Oh, okay. well, well, I wish I kept up with that type of stuff. I, I got to do better. <laughs> You're not missing much. You're not missing much. So there's a tradition here. I'm a geek. I, I'm a big superhero nerd. I learned to read off a of Batman comic book. And every episode, we begin the same. I consider creatives our modern-day superheroes. So I want to ask you, what's your origin story? How did you discover music? How did you realize this is what you wanted to do with your life? How did you get bit with that music bug? Okay, so my origin story is kind of funny, right? Because um, let's start at the very beginning. I don't come from music, right? I've always been an artist. I've always been into like more visual arts. I was a painter. I tried sculpting. I dabbled with like, hair different things, fashion, sewing, like I always tried different stuff. And then one day I really like just sat down. I kind of, um, I went through like a little transition in my life. Where I was kind of like, okay, I need to find out who I am. Right. So I had a little moment. And in that moment, I was kind of like, you know, I've never tried music. Right. And the way I came to it, I was kind of thinking like poetry, like, okay, poetry, different art like that. That's an art that I haven't really tried before and like dabbled with. So I gave it a try. And then, like, you know, listened to a couple YouTube beats, wrote a couple songs. I wrote, I ended up writing a song called Come Over. And that's when I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, I think I'm, I think I'm good at this. Like, maybe I should take this a little more seriously because I never meant to, you know, make it like a thing. I just wanted to try something. And then I was like, oh, wow. Okay, I'm actually pretty good at this. And then down the line, I ended up finding this one beat that I wrote uh, Runaway to which is like a really smooth kind of neo soul. It's a beautiful song. And um, that's how I actually got acquainted with my, my now like main and only producer manager. Like I found his beat and kind of like, you know, being a little cocky thinking like, cause I was like, oh, I, I wrote a song. I did good. I hit him up. I was like, okay, look, I think I could do something. And I had like a little blind faith in myself and it happened to work out. Like we ended up, you know, linking up making a really beautiful song and like everything. And it was kind of just, it went from there. That's really like how it really started. Like just, I, 
2018, I just got a hunch. I'm like, I want to try making music. And then it just divinely, like completely out of my control, things just kind of fell into place. Like it just, it just did. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it sometimes. Like it was really like a gift from like the universe and things like that. Like, I don't think I really had control of the process. I was just here to do it. Well, you know, all the greats, Michael Jackson always said that he never really wrote the music. He was just a vessel. So all the greats say the same thing. You know, I, I, I didn't know what it was coming. It was just inspiration. But I'm glad you listened to the universe because the shit's fire. So I am absolutely ecstatic that you listen. Now, you've coined the term slap troll, which I freaking love. Energetic. I call your music soul medicine. It's very good. It's just very inspirational. Makes you want to get up. Makes you want to challenge the norms. How does it feel? to see thousands and thousands of young women inspired by your music and, and making TikToks. And how does that feel to you seeing that you're really making an impact on young women all over the globe, really? To be honest with you, it's unreal. It's absolutely unreal. I don't even know how to feel sometimes. It's a, it's a wave of feelings. I get a little emotional about it. I'm grateful always. I'm like, sometimes it's like almost like shocking to me. Like, it's it's incredible. It's an honor to be able to even like spread and you know be be some type of role model to people or some type of like hope in like this world that we live in where like a lot of morality different things just aren't always at like the peak of like people's like main things to do or just things to focus on. So being able to like have that art and like that you know aspect to myself that I'm able to give back in like such a way and like touch not even like people my age and older but children and like being like these people's homes and they're listening to me and I'm I'm making an impact in that way like it's incredible I, I can't even like that's the best way I can explain it besides like what I just feel because it feels like the magnitude of it is ridiculous it's amazing it's huge we're, we're relishing it well deserved now here in the den we we really focus on independent artists um we have a lot of sign artists that we interview too but my my origin story, I did corporate America for like 20 years and it just literally destroyed my soul. So I cashed in my 401k, built the studio in my house and, and I used to want to be Arsenio Hall. That was my inspiration growing up and, and that's where I started from there. Um, but I also have a business background and we see so even to this day, we hear the Cadillac record story. We hear, I signed a bad deal. They own my music. They stole my masters. As an independent artist, how does it feel knowing that you get to eat, actually eat off of your art? And not that there's anything wrong with the majors, but we've always heard the, you know, the story. And I always say, it's not the majors that's wrong. It's the deals that are wrong, you know, and not being able to actually read the paperwork and having a team to make sure that you're getting what you're worth. Um, how has it been navigating the market? Because I know labels have been knocking down on your door. How, how, how does it feel to be navigating <laughs> that market as an independent artist and holding out um, for a, if you're going to do a deal, a deal that's actually favorable for the person that's making the music? How's that been for you? Honestly, I, I really enjoy being an independent artist. And to touch on what you said, like, you know, being an independent artist, be able to eat off like what I'm doing myself, things like that. Like, that's like, 
a big part of being able to be independent and like being able to like know that everything I'm doing is coming back to me is great. But what's even more something that I like really like admire about being an independent artist is I get to choose what type of story and what type of information I'm giving to the people. No one is telling me how I'm supposed to do things, what I'm supposed to do or what I'm supposed to say. Like I get to choose every day to wake up and choose positivity and to share these things with people. And I get to like paint that narrative. So that to me is what I think is the best part about being like an independent artist is I get to choose what type of like story and what type of like information I'm feeding to people. And I think that's huge because a lot of like labels come in and like, you know, you see it all the time. Like, yeah, they're going to do all these different things for you and all that. But a lot of the times they're telling you how they want you to be and things like that. And then you start to change and you're no longer yourself anymore. So to me, I really like, I take that very seriously that like, it's important to me to be able to continue on with not only my morals, but what I've been continuously showing from day one to everybody. And I want to keep that consistent. And if not consistent, better grow and keep going and elevating in like better ways, you know, because like, it don't mean I got to stay here. I can go here. But as long as it's always, always better and always positive and always like has like the main picture in mind, that's what is important to me. And like everyone, I feel like my team as well, which is why we work so well. That part, that part, absolutely. Now, a lot of artists and, and you know, with, with music, especially with female artists, there's always, oh, this isn't your pen or someone's writing for you since the beginning, since Little Kim, since that, that's my generation. Oh, Biggie was writing for, or, or Jay was writing for Foxy, but your pen game is magnificent. You Thank know, you. you write your own stuff. I do. Uh, how, how does it feel, you know, not only being a dope artist, making positive music, slap troll once again, for those who don't know what that term is, it's spiritual music that slaps. And so um, <laughs> if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, that's what Look, I'm Go ahead. <laughs> have to give them a little translation for those that, that aren't in on game. Gotta let them know. Gotta, let, Gotta them know. let them know. But how is it, how important is it to make sure that not only is that message you, but that message is coming from you, that it's your pen that's doing that. How, how important is that to you? It's so important because like not only being an artist and, you know, making sure that you're putting in your artistic input into things, but also like words are powerful. So you have to make sure like what you're saying and the energy you're putting into things, you know, people can feel that. They can feel that in the music. And like not even to say that, like, yeah, majority of songs, like, I've written a lot of them by myself, but like sometimes I also do co-write and do like different like interactive creative things with my manager because you know he's also my producer. He makes the beats, right. so sometimes and he's like, you know, he's got some years on me. So what he was listening to and like the things that he was taught and stuff like that, like he's got something like to show me and teach me and help guide me through my style. So when we mix the styles together, it's ridiculous. And we've had like a handful of songs which we did that on, like "Stay in My Lane." I wrote that by myself when like I, that was like my first, like, you know, really getting into that type of music. And then later my manager, producer, executive producer came and helped executive produce me and kind of really made it into what it is. So down the line, a lot of the times, like sometimes he'll make a beat and be like, oh, I kind of got this idea, do it like this. And then I'll come up with stuff with it while we're like building it together. Or sometimes I'll come up with a thing first and he'll be like, oh, okay, let's add this. Or he'll help me like add like different little parts or just like, you know, add to what we're doing. It's like a team. We're, we're a group effort. You know, it's the music is just me and him. So like, if I don't got like the idea right away, he'll have it or he'll have it or I'll have it before he has it. You know what I'm trying to say? Or like, uh, sometimes we'll just go in together and be like, oh, I got this, but oh, I got this. We'll blend it like, it really depends, but 
having that and like the creativity and then knowing like there's someone next to me that like if I it also keeps the sorry to go off track real quick, but no, it perfect. also keeps me from being like repetitive. You know what I mean? And how I'm able to keep things changing and growing because I have someone next to me that not only has a different skill set, but also has my idea and my image in mind. So like that's it's so important. And being able to choose what we say and what we're putting out there, like, yeah, having like that creative, like, you know, what's the word? Like independence in a way and having control of that, like yeah, it's a big deal. Like writing everything enough to say, like when someone writes for you, it's not you because that person could really have you in mind. But I get what you mean. Like people will be like, no, nah, I mean, you, you didn't do that. But like everything we do is really us because we really we're aligned in what we're trying to do and what we're what the goal is, you know? Every Snoop needs his Dre. Every Michael needs his Quincy. So exactly. I can't do it by myself. You know, you if I did, it, I don't think I'd be. You know, making like not to say I wouldn't be making this beautiful music, but you know, I have to learn things. I don't come from music. I need to I need to learn things to, in order to grow and elevate. Like I think my progression would have been much slower if I didn't like have someone there that like you know when I'm missing a piece, he's like ah, I got you. You know, facts. It's all about the team and, and that collaborative spirit to make Always. one you know uniform project. So I, I love shout out to SP. Uh, yes. He helped uh, things up. Fantastic producer. Please, guys, check him out. Super dope. So now comes the scary part. And it's not really scary. It's the fun part. This is okay. the part of the interview where we play. If you don't know, now you know, baby, baby. Shout out to the late, great, notorious B.I.G. And this game is brought to you by the good folks at Poddex. Time for the plug. Guys, if you are a podcaster like myself, and you hate the same boring interviews, where you're from, what's your favorite food? Yeah, don't do that. Get Poddex. It's super dope. I've been doing this for a while now, and my interview game has gone up tenfold ever since I got Poddex. So if you guys want to get that, you can get your 10% off with discount code T-H-E-D-E-N. All right, now that this plug is out of the way. Got to pay the bills. Are you, are you ready for your first question? Yes. All right, here we go. So this category is mental health. We always like to start serious and then end with the laugh. So mental health is a big deal um, for me. It's something that we sponsor. We have another podcast called Down in the Den After Dark. And every May, we have a men's mental health um, episode. It's super important. I feel it's important, especially for people of color, to realize I was raised, you don't talk to anyone, you hold it in, you're a man, you can't cry, you can't do this. And then you blow up and you realize, no, I need to talk to someone. So my first question on if you don't know, now you know. What are three things that you do for your mental health on a daily basis to help keep you in check? Three things that I do. Well, for one, try to make sure I get good sleep. Um, I gotta, I gotta have it of being a little bit of a sleeper, but honestly, I, I need it. It helps me like recharge, do what I gotta do. So, good sleep, not oversleeping, but good sleep. That's one thing that helps me. Um, eating well, eating well really helps me because I feel like what I put into my body and the things that you know I'm letting be a part of me has a big impact on how I am and my mood and different things like that. So I notice when I eat better, I drink a lot of water, and I'm just very mindful of what I'm. You know, you are what you eat. That I really noticed a big difference in that. And then um, the biggest one, and I would say probably the main one, 
is what I decide to consume on a daily basis as far as social media, because we live in a social media world, right? So I, I'm one of those people that I have to be really careful. Like I'm, I obviously I'm a TikTok person. I got to be on Instagram. I got to do these different things, but I've noticed with myself, if I, you know, spend a little too much time not doing my job, I notice the difference. I notice like peaking anxiety sometimes or different things like that. So I'm quick to be like, no, let me, let me take a break from that. I'm able to like recognize. I'm like, okay, no, no, let me get back to where I was. So that's another thing is I'm just, I guess that's kind of goes with everything I said. Like you are what you eat, you are what you consume. I just try to be very mindful of what I'm allowing to enter my mindset, my body, different things like that on a daily basis. And not, you know, not every day is like perfect. Like some days I'm like, okay, I need to work on this or different things like that. So, but that's something I keep in mind. Hey, that ladies and gentlemen, that is a good tip. Sleep, diet. And uh, I remember we were interviewing the Russell and we were talking and I said, uh, I told him, you know, diet is more than what you eat. It's everything you consume uh, from what you watch on TV, what you look at on your phone. It's everything. So those are good tips, guys. If you're having mental health, get some rest, watch your diet, make sure that you give yourself some time to recharge. So, hey, now social media cannot. It's not 100 percent for you that day. No, not, not at all. Sometimes I'll take a social media exodus like you know i'll put a post hey you won't see any posts for the the next week i just need to go into the real world so uh the next question in this category is this or that this or that we've all had breakups some better than others what what do you prefer are you a text breaker upper or are you an in-person breaker upper um uh I don't know. I guess it would depend on the situation, but I feel like anything that's worth, you know, having like a serious conversation and like that's what should be value the person. It should, everything should be in person. I feel like just to, you know, keep from any lines crossing just based on that. That's, that's good advice. I, yeah, I, guess. I think that's good for any situation, you know, anything important or anything you're trying to portray in a certain way, especially if you don't want to be perceived wrongly, because sometimes you can't read things correctly over text. I think in person is the way to go for like almost every situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree. I'm, I'm, I, and that's probably why every ex I've ever had, we're still good friends. Cause I'm just like, Hey, I, I, I try to stay F boy free. Is that, is that what the kids say nowadays? I, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this next question is in the music category. Who okay. do you view as a unsung hero of the music industry industry? Someone that you feel is just super inspiring that may not really get the the press uh, that they deserve, but who who is your unsung music hero? Um, you know, this can be kind of an odd answer, but I'm gonna have to go with like Chopin. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Chopin because you know, like um, working with my manager, producer, executive producer, you know, all the things. He's um, he's like a classically trained pianist but also like he's trained in like jazz and many other things but like he really showed me how important like music really deprives or like not deprives it it originates from classical music and symphonies and different things like that and in such a way as far as like creating dynamics creating like different things making the music alive like you can't make music without certain foundations and just having like a certain understanding so for me 
I really like appreciate the greats as far as in classical music and pianists and like different things like that. Cause like that plays a lot into how I even make my music and then working with my producer. Cause that's where his ear training comes from. I have to understand these things and be able to understand like, okay, dynamics and how I'm writing the beat and understanding like the different pockets within it. Like it's important. Like the music is alive. Like it's not just, you know, so for me, I'm gonna go with Chopin, and I'd even go so far. Like one of my favorite pianists is Vladimir Horowitz. Like he's amazing. Like, oh yeah, that's more where I deprive from because, like, like I said, it just that's like the essence of music right there, in my opinion. I was not expecting an answer, but I love <laughs> that clip. Hey, timestamp that. That's the clip for for. Okay, perfect. I love that. Great answer. Great answer. And the final question. On if you don't know, now you know. We always have random phone. I guess this is a pretty appropriate question now in the, in, the, in the land of COVID. Would you rather, this is in the would you rather category, would you rather lose your sense of smell or your sense of taste? Oh my gosh. That's hard. Um, well, Ah, okay, because if I lose my smell, I can't taste anyways. And if I lose they my smell, they are connected. I don't know why they say yeah. they, they are you ever, connected. Like, smell but... you eat it, or like people say, plug your nose before you drink something because you can't taste it. So I feel like if I lose my smell, I lose both. And if I lose my taste, and just nothing's good. So I, I'm gonna go with taste because it's just it's over anyways. <laughs> yeah, especially once you start eating healthy and stuff, you realize that you're gonna have to just. The taste aside, I remember Arnold. Yeah. The taste have my smell. Let me be able to smell the roses or something. Like <laughs> if I lose my smell, I'm gonna lose my taste regardless. So I don't know if it works the other way, but I'm hoping it doesn't. So I'm gonna go with taste for now. Taste. Okay. All right. Perfect. That's hey, <laughs> that's a hundred percent. So that is we've just wrapped up. If you don't know, now you know. So now you guys know a little bit more about Seahawk. A little bit more. She likes Chopin. Who knew? Who knew? All right, excellent. So this comes apart. You've done fantastic. You get the Denmate stamp. With that comes associate with the illustrious Denmate family. We're a unit of artists, all genres, all uh, makeups, creatives, directors, producers, uh, rappers, singers. So you are affiliated in the family. We've we've kind of on the side been just giving you. We actually, guys, she is a 20, 2022. Uh, down in the den artist lookout artist of the year so if you guys are looking at the page we've been uh giving you guys game telling you that, that she is phenomenal so i'm so glad that we got to link up and get this interview and chat and talk about uh the phenomenal strides that you're making in the music industry i salute you thank you so much i wish you nothing but the success that you deserve and that you've continued to get and i just hope it manifests tenfold but now that you got your official den mate stamp gang gang <laughs> Please let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Any new, I know you got some new music coming out. Any new projects that you want the people to look out for? You've earned it. The floor is yours. Thank you. So, yeah, like I said, you know, my name is Siat, aka Sucker Triat. And you can find me on all social media, S I A T, or um, actually, my bad, Sucking a Tree, but a period in between each word. 
make it easier. Yeah, yeah. All social media. Yep. Uh, I'm definitely gonna be having some new music coming out, so stay tuned. We got some more like beautiful, you know, spiritual vibes coming, and then we got some things in the future that you guys are really gonna need to look out for. I don't want to say too much, but stay, stay, stay here, okay? Um, yeah, no, I'm really grateful to be on here. Thank you so much for having me. Like, this was really awesome. I really enjoyed like your, your whole process and how you did the interview. Like, you're really dope. Thank you again, and just all the support you've given me. Like, I, I, I notice it. I see it, and I just want to say thank you. I'm happy to be here. Well, thank you once again. Welcome to the Familia. Anything you. you need from us, let us know. Um, we'll get with your manager. We're going to send you some down in the den merch, like a hat, sweatshirt, something. Well, you, 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 we got, oh, we got. We actually just came out with some merch. We're going to send you guys some stuff too. We got some like little things. I don't want to tell you what it is because it's a surprise, but we got some stuff too. So that's going to be awesome. Oh I'm man. Excited. If I wasn't yes. so brown, I'd be blushing right now. So <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, we just got our first merch, so I'm like, anybody I can give it to. Like, come on, please. Hey, I'll, I'll rock it. I, I, all the Demates merch, I rock their merch, do commercials, everything, because I just I just love the artist grind, and I love supporting fellow creators. That's what it's all about, spreading that love. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Well, guys, this has been another phenomenal episode. I'm batting 1,000, all the greatest artists in the game please i want you to check out go to our social media page follow go to uh wherever you stream your music listen it's phenomenal i'm batting 1000 i've given you zero bad advice so if you don't do that you're probably lame so please go follow see i thank you again if there's Thanks anything so you need to promote you're always welcome here you have a home on the den let us know we got you Thank you. All right. And as we end every single episode the same damn way, it's all about that peace. It's all about that love. It's all about that unity. And it's all about that respect. Deuces. All right.